0: Kenny the Sports Guy podcast.
1: Hello and welcome back to Kenny the Sports Guy's podcast. And today we have a returning guest. Larry Farmer served as the head coach head basketball coach at the University of California Los Angeles, UCLA of course, from 1981 to 1984. What State University from 1985 to 1988 and Loyola University Chicago from 1998 to 2004. He played college basketball at UCLA he was a member of the three national championship winning teams for the UCLA Bruins, other, the legendary John Wood. In 2018, Farmer was inducted to the UCLA Athletics Hall of Fame. Please welcome back to the show, Larry Farmer. Thank you so much for being on the show. What is yes. the coach mindset towards the season in your eyes?
0: You know, uh, we used to talk about the season, you know, I'm not so sure about football, but I know in basketball, we would talk about the season being in three parts. You know, you had your preseason part, then you had your conference, and then you had your, your postseason and the NCAA tournament. And so mm-hmm. each one of those parts was, you know, extremely important to the one that followed. You know, those preseason games you wanted to uh, the team, uh, the players to get a feel for playing with each other. You know, every team each year is a new team. Uh, maybe you have a new offense, maybe a new defense. Whatever those concepts are, use that first third of the season for everybody to uh, get used to playing together and to to come together as a as a unit. Then when you get to your conference, you know, which is probably the most important part, you know, which can determine you know where you are as far as the NCAA tournament. That second, third, is really important. You hope you get boosted by what happened in the first, and then of course the the postseason, where you know everybody's record is wiped clean. Um, if you make the postseason tournament, you know it's it's advance and it's winning advance, or you get beaten and, and you go home. So this time of the year is really important in basketball because as the preseasons winding down and the conferences are about to start, you hope your team is starting to gel.
1: So the next question I have is, what was your training sections at the beginning of the season while coaching?
0: Um, You know, those were filled with uh, fundamentals, um, a lot of repetition of the fundamentals. Um, At the beginning of the year, you were really concerned about your team's conditioning, uh, getting Mm -hmm. them playing shape. You know your your players are playing all year round, but there's a difference between you know playing uh, pickup games in in the summer in the fall and actually yep. playing yes you know where everything is is um is sped up and there's a lot more attention uh, to detail, but a lot of emphasis on fundamentals conditioning and then getting them to play as a team. You know whatever your system of play is is getting guys to play together as one unit to not be uh, selfish but to be very unselfish and to put the team first.
1: What was your philosophy towards winning and losing when you, while you were coaching?
0: You know, I, I tried not to, 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 to talk a lot about winning. And that's uh, a, a, a philosophy that I learned from Coach Wooden. And what I tried to focus on was making sure that the team was playing at its very best. We would talk more about each individual getting a little better every day and therefore the team getting better every day. And I tried to take a little bit of the pressure off. You know, the kids are always talking about, you know, win or losing, but at least getting it from the coach. They weren't getting it in that environment. And mm-hmm. our goal was to get better. And if we were playing our best basketball, we always felt the scoreboard would take care of itself. So not a lot of talk about winning and losing, but a lot of talk about individual improvement and team improvement.
1: How will you, let's just say, for example, your team is on a six game losing streak and Mm -hmm. it just feels like there's no end in sight towards a win. How do you deal with that type of morale in the locker room?
0: Well, Kenny, that's a really good question. You know, you hope that in recruiting, the young p- people that you've recruited are people of high character um, mm-hmm. because times you know your true character is revealed you know not so much yep. when everything's going great <laughs> 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 things aren't going so well and that's when you have to dig down inside um you know as a team as a group and you know you're everybody's open and honest with each other you you understand that it's going to take a group effort um, to dig yourself out of this hole, or that next time that we play, that's going to be the most important game that we play in terms Mm -hmm. of our approach. Are we going to start to fray and become individuals and start pointing fingers? Or are we going to stick together as a team and try to work our way back to playing better uh, as a group? Um, And so that's that's a very tricky one. But again, you hope that the character of the young people that you've recruited – really comes forward and it gives your team an opportunity Uh, as each individual picks the other individual up. Consequently, the team kind of picks itself up uh, to dig yourself out of a hole when you're on a losing streak uh, to get the kids to continue to believe that what they're doing is right. And if we keep working at it, you know, eventually this thing will, will turn itself around.
1: So the next question I have is we are going to go into college. This season's college basketball. Who are your top five teams in college basketball right now? Oh, you I, mean, pretty, I pretty much know uh, who is number one. <laughs> oh, you mean besides UCLA? <laughs> yeah, besides UCLA, because we all know a weird story about that.
0: <laughs> I'm going to always tend to lean in that direction. So, uh,
1: <laughs> I don't want you to get in trouble.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I like Arizona. I mm-hmm. think, um, you know, obviously they played a very good schedule. Uh, but they've looked very good in, in the early, in, in the early going, um, you know, Purdue and they've got Edie, um, if, if, if Purdue can shoot the ball, uh, consistently well from the perimeter, um, you know, he was college player of the year last year. Um, you know, he's got a great chance to repeat, um, if they can shoot it well enough from the perimeter to keep teams from sagging down on him, you know, I think Purdue's going to be, uh, a good team. I, I like Kansas. Uh, they just uh, continue to, uh, you know, Coach Self continues to have that that dominance that Kansas has had for a, for a long time. And I think the young man's name is Hunter Dickerson. Uh, they're mm-hmm. leading a uh, big-time player, All-American. Um, UConn from last year, uh, you know, they seem to be playing well this year. I, I like sentimentally. I like Gonzaga. I know I probably name more teams from the West than the East. <laughs> we'll say more, but you know, I, I I just think Gonzaga has been so close for so long, and they've got a good team this year. Um, there's just something about you know, as as many times as you get to the Final Four, eventually, you know, you're going to be able to put on that Cinderella slipper. And I I just think that you know, Gonzaga is long overdue. They've been close. But those are the teams that at least so far in this preseason have kind of jumped out and and um, I kind of like to to see uh, in that Final Four toward the end of the year.
1: Yeah, so with me, I like Arizona. I think Arizona is actually a really good team. Yes. I like Purdue. Marquette as well. Mm-hmm. And I like uh, Michigan State Spartans as well. I do believe that the Michi- Michigan State Spartans might win the championship this year. Mm-hmm. So I think they have quite a team going on in Michigan. But the next question I have is, how you think uh, UCLA would do this season?
0: You, you know, I I watched them play a couple of times, and um, they are playing like a, a, a they're they're a talented team, but there are so many players that became household names for the last three years that are mm-hmm. now, and so they're essentially starting over again. And like most teams, I think uh, they, they've had some growing pains. They've been in all the games that they played, played, um, but their record doesn't necessarily indicate that. I think they've got three losses. Yeah. But uh, Coach Cronin, historically, his teams have gotten better as the year has gone along. And I think because this is a new group, I mean, you know, it seems like Tiger Campbell was at UCLA for 10 years. And – <laughs> he's gone. and so um I, I like ucla i i just think right now um uh, at, at this stage of the season you know they're going to play well they're going to come together and i'm hoping by the time they get into the conference they'll be playing the way we anticipate ucla to play and uh, they'll be playing uh, some of their best basketball do you
1: see them uh being a part
0: of the tournament uh so the ncaa tournament, absolutely. You know that that's kind of the standard there.
1: <laughs> I don't know why
0: I ask. So <laughs> you're, you know, you're expecting to be in the tournament, you know, but to you know win a few games while you're while you're there. But uh, no, I I thoroughly anticipate that. You know, again, like I said, Coach Cronin has done that every year. Um, and I don't see why this year would be any different. I, I think because of the, the change in personnel. They've not come out of the blocks, you know, like they have in years past. And, you know, UCLA fans, team to pa- uh, they tend to panic a little bit if there are a couple of L's, you know, before, uh, mm-hmm. you know. But I think this is all a part of this team, this particular team coming together.
1: Who do you have in your final four this year?
0: Uh, you mean the other three teams?
1: Yeah, the other three teams. <laughs> So we have UCLA. Who are your other three teams? <laughs>
0: uh, Purdue, Kansas, Purdue, Kansas, and uh, again, <laughs> So
1: <laughs> I would have to agree with you on UCLA, so I'll put them in the final four as well. So I have Duke second. I have uh, Michigan State uh, third. And I will put Arizona in
0: the last one as well. Oh good, good, good. You you you've gone with traditional powerhouses and yeah. with Michigan State and Coach Izzo, um, Hall of Fame coach, you know, uh, although Coach is not at Duke, you know, Duke mm-hmm. is going UCLA went through after Coach Wooden left. Um, they're still getting great players. Um and you know, that's that's one of the huge keys is always getting those really good players, you know, to believe that, um, you know, the dynasty is still alive and well and getting them to come and and and, and to buy in. Good I, would
1: put, I I wanted to put North Carolina in there, but this seemed like they're in the rebuilding mode as well. Yes. So there will be another traditional college basketball team in the tournament. But I don't know about them. I'm not really sure because I used to be a North Carolina fan back then. Yeah, And I feel like the team right now is currently in a rebuilding mode. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is college basketball. Anything can happen. So to me, I think they have the best tournament in the world right now because no question. they have everything so unpredictable at times with that.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And and you know what it, it's 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 just win one game. You don't have to mm-hmm. be the best like in the NBA over a series of games. Who's the best in seven? You yeah. don't have to be best that one game. For forty minutes, and uh, that's what makes the tournament so exciting.
1: And finally, the last question is: Who do you got in the national championship game? Oh, I know it's still early. We got like uh, maybe months ahead for that, but
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, uh, we had this, we had this semifinal one year, and then I think we had it in the elite eight one year, but we had UCLA and Gonzaga. Um, And uh, both those those games, as I recall, one was, you know, in overtime at the buzzer um, on a half court shot. And then the other went down to to the last minute. And so that to me, again, um, selfishly wanting UCLA. And then I think uh, just because they've been so close for so long, um, seeing Gonzaga in there, that would be to me, that would be a that would be a great matchup.
1: I think with me, I feel that Michigan State is actually gonna win the title this year. So I will have to say Michigan State versus UCLA out of respect to <laughs> <for> you.
0: <laughs> I, I put the pressure on it. No, that's a good choice. It's just it's so wide open now. And I you know, we if we had the same conversation halfway through the conference season, uh in, in, in January, late January, early February, we'd mm-hmm. probably come Another ten teams, and uh, we would both agree. Yeah, they yeah they're good. They've been proved, and they got a great shot. I, I really, you know, we didn't even talk about Houston, and and how good oh, Houston,
1: they Houston. Yeah, Houston is yeah. actually really good too.
0: Yeah, I was just you know I was I was I was sitting here, and you and I were talking. And I thought you know I'm missing somebody. You know, Kelvin Sampson. They were terrific, yeah. and you know his teams are 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 their foundation is toughness and defense, and you know that gets you. That gets you a couple of a couple of weekends in the NCAA tournament. You know when your teams can do that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but
1: I definitely gotta have you on the show once the NCAA tournament begins because uh, maybe <laughs> our picks are gonna be bad at, at the end of uh, the tournament.
0: <laughs> I bet. Hey, some of the teams we talked about today are not going to uh, let us down. I bet. Yes. Yeah,
1: you. I, I definitely know that UCLA is not gonna let you down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and finally, the last question: Where do people find you on social media?
0: Um, I've got uh, I've got a website. Uh, uh, L. Uh, it's LarryCFarmerJr.com. dot com. You know, I uh, recently um, uh, uh, published a book, um, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so far, uh, I, I'm hearing nothing but positive things about it. The book's entitled "Role of a Lifetime." And you can find it on all the the national outlets, you know, Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble. Um, I'm on Facebook. Um, I don't, I'm kind of of that generation, you know, I don't do Twitter and all of that, but I do have a Facebook. <laughs>
1: <account>. <laughs> Trust me, Twitter is in a really good place right now, but. <laughs>
0: okay. okay. Well, then I don't feel so bad not having
1: it. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure, Larry. I want to thank you for being on the show again. And let's try to do another uh, college basketball prediction come the NCAA tournament.
0: Absolutely. I look forward to it.
1: Well, that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much to Larry Farmer for the time. Check me out on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports, TikTok at Kenny Sports Podcast, and Instagram at Kenny Sports Guy One. This episode will be available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. In addition, on YouTube as well. You can check out my website at www.kandissportsguide.com. Until the next episode, see ya, and I hope you stay safe and healthy.
0: Penny the Sports Guy podcast.